0: Hey, everybody. Just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILFmovies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, Basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show.
1: Everything I learned from movies
0: helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last splat holes a gratuitous movie. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy.
2: Kill
1: them. Temptation.
2: That slave looks at you as if he's in a dream, Cassia.
1: And a battle. What is your name? My name is Walla. For
3: survival. Tomorrow we fight. Slaves that
0: live and their freedom.
1: From all corners of the Roman world, people would gather here. What is this?
3: It is the mountain. For all our strength. Can you feel that? We lived in the shadow
1: of a greater power.
0: And i'm steve and i'm Missy. and this is everything, everything I, I, learned I learned from, from movies. movies and tonight oh tonight continue disaster movie month with 2014 uh, a
3: disaster of a movie
0: pompey <laughs> sweetie you say boo but we have a very special guest no, with I us was saying on this boobs. episode Boobs. Boobs. There were no boobs. There were no boobs. It was very PG-13. For for all the girls wearing, like, bedsheets, I mean... They were barely wearing
3: clothes, and we got no nip slips. Anyway, let's introduce
0: our guest. Yes, hey. (laughs) We have uh, Peter with the Podstalgic Podcast, formerly Hydrate Level 4. Peter, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me onto your show. I I cannot wait to talk about this Pompeii, or as I like to say, uh, Jon Snow... Uh, Saves the World, or (laughs) Jon Snow on Titanic, a Jace, you know, a a variety of titles. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: I like to think of it as Gladiator of Thrones. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I like that one.
3: That's not fair, because that makes me think Sven Thorson's going
0: to be in this uh, movie. Unfortunately, he's not, but Atawale is.
3: Yeah,
0: he is. Akbaje?
3: Yeah.
0: Nailed
2: it. Nailed it. Nailed it. i for like three months. No. Oh, my goodness. That's quite a name. Yeah. He's
3: been training since February, folks. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> uh, But yes, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Who's he, Steve? Who's he, Steve? He's the guy that apparently uh, took my 16-year-old self and decided to live that life, <laughs> where he uh, turned all of the great video games into movies, like Mortal Kombat and uh, Resident Evil, and uh, he did Event Horizon, Death Race, yeah. that Three Musketeers we did. So
3: I do love most of his movies.
0: Right? Well oh, he makes good stuff. Oh, and he's also married to Mila Jovovich and has. So he's living children. the life
3: you wish. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Oh, Steve would trade me in for Mia Jovovich in a hot second. I mean,
0: no.
2: I'm still staying out this. Oh, no, st- there would be no, th- no thought about it. There's a it. lot of paperwork
0: <laughs> involved. I, uh... so, <laughs> oh, man, I'm thirsty. What's going on? Uh, you got something to drink from there? We are not
3: sober enough. No, we are too so- sober. We are not drunk enough. Uh, in honor of our good uh, Oregon friend here, we have... From, Kiwan- or, uh, from Pelican Brewing, Kiwanda, Pre-Prohibition Cream Ale. 5.4% mm. alcohol by volume. Woo. We got this on our recent trip to Portland. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna pop my top. Oh, my top! There we go. Alright. Hey. And the pour. Yeah i'm not gonna lie i before we even dive into this i love a good cream ale this is a super clear nice mm. straw colored beer it's got a little bit of a white foamy head that dissipates quickly mm, good malty malt forward aroma on it steve's going in for the sip
0: oh yeah very malt forward only a little bit of hot bitterness it's just very smooth and cream it's kind of like a Alcoholic cream, uh, cream soda almost, just not as sweet. It's not, not even sweet. that sweet. Yeah, it's not that sweet. It's just it's
3: kind of bright. Yeah, no,
0: it's good yeah.
3: drinking all day beer. <laughs> this is one mm. you crack open on a hot day and just you just drink them for hours.
0: Good stuff. Kiwanda.
3: Kiwanda. Peter, are yeah. you drinking anything over there?
2: I am not. I uh, actually just wrapped up another recording myself, so I was not able to run upstairs and replenish uh, the fluids, I guess, uh, as some would say.
0: Oh no! <laughs> oh, well, oh, if you need to grab a quick, quick whiskey or something, have at it. We can wait. <laughs> no, if I run upstairs, the wife
2: is gonna think I'm done recording. Oh. You know, and then if I told her I'm still, she's just gonna roll her eyes. So. All, All right. right no. So I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna give you a little trick here. <laughs> Turn your little side table into a mini bar.
2: Hmm. I like that. <laughs> I probably could do that. No refrigeration down here, but uh, that is something to think about. Mm hmm.
0: So Pompeii. Right. Pompeii, starring the great John Snow. I'm sorry, uh, Kit <laughs> Harrington.
3: Who's he, Steve?
0: John Snow. <laughs> He's John Snow. <laughs>
3: you know nothing of
0: the John Snow. <laughs> no. Um, Winter and, is coming. <laughs> and Kiefer Sutherland. and yeah. Carrie Ann Moss and yeah. Emily Browning, Jared Harris, and of course Adewale Akinnuoye-Agbaje. Yeah. Yeah, pretty star-studded cast. I mean, is yeah. it though? Yes. They're all fantastic stars of television, mostly, but yeah. still.
2: I knew everyone in here. Yeah. I that's, mean, but, but that's they're something. all
0: familiar, but.
2: I was very happy to see Jessica Lucas. Couldn't tell you who she played, but she was, uh, you know, Emily Browning's friend.
0: Oh, was she like one of the the handmaidens or something?
2: Yeah, yeah. She was also in the, um, I think it was the Evil Dead remake is where I remember her most from. Oh, yeah. So she I, cuts her jaw off with glass. Ew. Sounds hot. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Wait,
3: spoiler alert, did she die? Was she one of the ones that died in this movie?
2: <laughs> yeah, she falls off, uh, you know, when the thing... I see what you did there, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's like when the ground comes apart and she, like, falls to her death, and oh, Emily yeah, Browning's like, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, there we go. She
0: falls off the cliff. So that, that is one thing this movie has in common with Infinity War. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Throw people down, well. Whilst... A
2: lot, of anyway, a lot, a lot of ashes.
0: Lot of ashes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Two and a half months later. Come on, kill them all, guys. <laughs> uh, speaking of ashes and cinders, um, we uh, start out with the credits and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of poses. Okay, so I've been to Pompeii. He's <sighs> been to Humble Pompeii.
2: Oh, nice. And
0: and the uh, the little cinder mold things they have in the beginning. Those are real. The the little cast or whatever yeah apparently what happened is uh back in 79 ad when the real pompeii happened uh when mount vesuvius went off the people were covered in ash mostly ash from what i understand uh in the city portion but what happened is people would get buried under it and then their bodies would decompose or whatever and they'd leave behind like these little open areas that were like exact molds of where the bodies were and then when they were ex- excavating it in the 19, I want to say it was like 50s or 60s, whenever they did, when they started. Uh, they would find them, and they're like, "Oh wait, what is this? Oh, this this is a a, a line of a person." So they did like the plaster molds, and they have those kind of scattered throughout the city of Pompeii, which is kind of cool.
2: Yeah, pretty amazing.
0: They look ridiculous, but they are based <laughs> somewhat based on a true story, uh, more than the fun facts. But uh, I started out with that. And then we start out with a quote from Pliny the Younger, who I thought was just a beer, but uh, apparently he was a real No, beer. honey,
3: the Pliny's were actually philosophers, Roman <laughs> philosophers, not just pomp- pompous overpriced beer here in the Bay Area.
0: They love their bitter beer. Um, <laughs>
3: bitter beer face! <phase.
0: laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we go to uh, 12 years before the eruption, 67 AD, in Northern Britannia, and, uh, there's a kid who wakes up in the middle of his village on fire. Oh, we, shit. We come to find out this is Kit Harrington's character. Little Jon Snow.
2: Yes, Little Jon Snow. He's
0: just a little Jon Snow. I've written down house slapped. Does somebody get slapped with a house?
2: <laughs> oh,
0: horse slapped.
2: Or, <laughs> yes, that's
0: horse right. Rocking. That's right. That's right. Like his dad or something gets ran, sideswiped by a horse. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but yes, the Romans are... Romans, right? Yeah, yeah. The Romans are uh, destroying their village, killing like everybody, basically setting it all on fire. And it's led by the general Keith or Sutherland. Um, what's his name? Corvus? Kiefer? <laughs> general Kiefer. And then, uh the, yeah, I, I forget exactly. The, the kid gets away, comes back the next morning, and there's like the swords and people hanging from trees. Uh, does anybody know about the swords hanging from trees? Is that a a thing? I don't know
2: couldn't Ooh, tell shit. you either i mean shit. this honestly this movie is like the worst episode of game of thrones you know <laughs> and um so I, I saw a lot of similarities obviously but yeah i couldn't tell you what the hanging stuff were um i think it was just kind of i don't know i feel like now they're, they're all romans right i mean because I, I feel like yeah. John Snow's character, he's supposed to be, like, a different type of group of people. Yeah. Because the, they kept on calling him, Celt. like, a savage. He's a
0: Celt. Yeah, he's a Celt. So yeah, they were up right. there, and that's where Britannia is. But, yeah, the Romans just kind of going through and conquering all the lands.
2: Um, so, I, I feel like when they slaughtered his people, the Celt, that it was just kind of, like, a big middle finger, you know, to the, those people. So, maybe it's not a ritual kind of thing. Maybe it's just, like, we're just slaughtering your people in the worst type of way.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, get, see with like, the crucifixes and stuff like that, or... Heads, heads yeah, on pikes and stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like, well, that's why they lost the battle. They had their swords tied up in the trees. Now it's good.
2: Yeah. <I don't>
0: <laughs> Got to keep them away from the kids. No, I don't know.
2: <laughs> that could be it, too. That could be it, too. Uh,
0: but then, we, uh, then we fast forward 17 years to uh, Londinium, also in Britannia. Um, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to tie into the King Arthur universe. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, go to uh, a fight and enter Jon Snow's abs.
2: Yeah, or those were those one of those things where they uh, like spray painted his abs to make it look like abs.
0: Uh, you know what? Kudos to the artist that did, if that's the case. I'm but... gonna
3: go ahead and say they're probably real abs that were also really? assisted with a little bit of highlighter and low lighter. Yeah. You know the way like pretty girls will like highlight their features and spend nine hours in the bathroom. Yeah.
0: But yeah, he's got a good little uh, washboard going <laughs> on there so then there's a fight and it's him against what like four guys or something he just kind of comes in beats all their asses and then just walks away and they're chanting kelp 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 the promoter guy is kind of like what's this guy doing wasted here we need to get him to the the big city and then we cut to Pompeii. uh once we, once we go to Pompeii, uh we're introduced to the the love interest of the movie uh played mm-hmm. by emily browning cassia yeah cassia
2: cassia K- yeah yeah
3: um, how sad is it that the three of us watched it and none of us like made a mental note of even her name? Uh, that's how unremarkable she is in this movie. Cassie
2: appears. Yeah. Typically, I watch movies with subtitles, but um, this one, I wasn't able to find this on any of the really good streaming sites that have that capability. <laughs> so I had to find it on another site without it. And so that's one of the reasons why I always watch everything with closed caption or with subtitles. Um, my entire family does that too. But I wasn't able. Able to learn anybody's name except for Kit Harrington, you know, uh, <laughs> who. Oh,
0: you mean Milo? Uh,
2: <laughs> My, Milo, which we find out at the end. Yeah,
0: it, yeah the it's still a ago, name like, I caught entire of the way movie. through. It was like, all okay, right, I'm going to go name. ahead and
3: jump ahead here. She never learns, his, she never asks no. him his name. No, damn it. I was, was going to say that to the <laughs> end, but
2: yeah. Maybe, Maybe it's yeah. a thing back then. Like, Only I didn't care. One person you know? knows
3: his name. <laughs>
2: And
0: guess what? He did. (laughs) Because technically two people, because Milo knows his name too. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, Emily Browning in this movie, attractive enough girl, she looked a little weird though, like her cheeks were like four sizes too big. Was it just me?
3: Her makeup and her hair was definitely odd. And she was just really unremarkable in this movie. You could have put any other cute girl in that role, and I don't think it would have changed it. And I don't think it's any reflection on her. It's just no, no, like, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of characters going around. And I mean, Kiefer, we're going to get to Kiefer, but <laughs> he was like eating the scenery. Oh, he yeah. was the most enjoyable yeah, part. Was. <laughs> mm. But I don't know, like so many of the characters in this just were, you don't
0: care.
3: Maybe it's because I knew the ending going in. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, it does kind of suffer from that uh, Titanic <laughs> stuff where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, it's gonna be great, blah blah blah. We kind of know how it ends. A couple people make it out, but now, the Hindenburg movie when that comes out, I don't spoil it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're traveling to Rome. Um, uh, Emily Br- Cassia is in. It's the usual thing where it's like she's in like a, a pulled chariot thing, and there's the trail of slaves behind her, including the Celt. That's right. He goes by the, the kelp at this point. Um, but one of the horses pulls up lame and... Oh, no, that
3: horse, be? like, basically up and dies right there. He rears up into the air and then just collapses.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so, he did. <laughs> and so the kelp says, I, I, I can help. The uh, horse is
3: in pain. I can help him. <laughs>
0: and there's a nice tender moment where him and Cassie are oh, over there. and Good pony. Good pony.
3: Oh, my God. Did you just snap a snack?
0: Yep. Anyway, back to Pompeii. Should we unhook
3: it first, or should we just keep walking?
0: Uh, yeah, probably unhook it. I mean, I can feed it to you, slave. Like are you guys hungry? And you guys want a little <laughs> little horse meat?
2: I I thought he was gonna be like some sort of horse whisperer. Like I, I thought that this was uh, significant in some ways. I'm like, all right, he's there's something about him and horses.
0: Oh well, I mean, there there is because he was like, you go sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he says
3: he later will get to when they call him upon for another horse who's. Neck needs snapping? No. Um, that his his people are horse people, except for... Wasn't he ripped away from his people at like, <laughs> the tender age of like four? Uh,
0: so we get to Pompeii, and we meet uh, Cassia's parents, played by uh, Dr. Moriarty and
2: Trinity.
1: Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Jared
2: Harrison. I think he's probably... He's he's acting his ass off in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, Yeah. he's great.
3: Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, Trinity
3: yeah. did a good job, too, being yeah. a regal mom.
0: Yeah, she, she didn't have a whole lot to do, but... No, she but, didn't, but she,
3: she felt regal, and that's all you needed from yeah, it. Yeah, that's,
0: that's it, yeah. And then we're uh, also introduced to uh, another one of the slaves, Atticus, played Atticus. by... Atawale Akanoeje, Agbaje. Woo! Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, totally, I'm totally butchering <laughs> it, but whatever.
2: Adewale.
3: <laughs> I gotta say, alright, I was saying that a lot of this cast was unremarkable. He
0: killed it. Oh, Adewale is always amazing.
2: He... It was good.
0: I, I felt so bad for him in Suicide Squad. Did you know he Me was in too. Suicide Squad, sweetie? <laughs> she, he was yeah, coming around. I know.
2: <laughs> that was him. That was, that was
0: him movie. under all that ridiculous Academy CGI? Award-winning makeup.
3: But a complete waste of an actor in that. Yeah. Movie. yeah to be fair all those actors were wasted but that's for another podcast
0: <laughs> um and then i've uh written down they they mentioned the the white russians <laughs> and i'm like yeah there we go I, I <laughs> that was was one that. of those so we're, yeah we're, so so this is
3: my i'm gonna start nitpicking here were russians in general invented <laughs> for them to go drinking white russians <laughs>
0: Well, yes, like, I, I think some of the slaves were Russians. Had
3: Russia even become a they... country in seventy nine eighty? Possibly. Was this still I... like in some sort of Ottoman Empire? I, I'm not going
0: to Google it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> I, That's a line
2: like, I completely missed.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> 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 Someone's going to like uh, send us a message and it's gonna be like, "No, he actually said Wescoterians, which are a uh, thing." Oh, like, he know. said white Russians. <laughs> That's what I heard we get our first victim of mount vesuvius uh cassia's friend felix is out walking the horses because she wants
3: she finally she just got back into town and she wants to ride her horse the next morning so he's like i'll go exercise her myself so apparently he rides it i'm gonna guess 140 miles from town because nobody else notices this even like a little bit
1: yeah
3: where the scene i was hoping they were going to keep pushing this uh the lake starts boiling yeah and i was I wanted them to keep doing that! I wanted to go all the way out to the sea boiling or doing some bullshit! (laughs) But, no. Uh, yeah. It... The lake boils and then swallows him whole and the horse runs away.
0: Yeah, the shore kind of, like, drops into the lake and yeah it goes full Dante's beak and just kind of pulls him in and <laughs> <laughs> sizzles him like the grandma in that movie.
3: <laughs> oh grandma
0: and then uh there's some gladiator training because you know the the games of uh what was it Venalia or whatever are coming up and they want to have a big presentation because there's a a big business venture coming to the city in the form of Kiefer Sutherland who's now a uh real estate developer all right, from Rome no,
3: yes all right so this was a part of the plot, a part of the plot that I didn't quite grasp onto, but seemed to be pretty pivotal. You gentlemen, tell me if I if I got this correct. Pompeii is not, or is part of the Roman Empire, but they want to become like a true Roman city. And so Kiefer is there for basically their interview?
2: Yeah, I think so. I got that sense because of the end, you know, when he's like, telling Jared Harris like no I think I'm good you know the the volcano over here is making this you know not uh, a very good place to buy basically yeah. and that's why like Jared Harris has kind of been kissing ass the entire time because he wants to be accepted in to this group or whatever it is so um, I think it was not written well <laughs> so I don't think we really got all of that there
0: yeah it was, it was kind of like if uh like rome was coming in like hey do you want to be the next florence like the big city big vent the big yeah. central city of this area the big trade center uh bigger than naples which i guess is the next closest one there but, okay. but yeah so like,
3: so it's as yeah, if they were going town. to open some sort of tourist park and then it became so dangerous that no one wanted to endorse it
0: yeah pretty much <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes
3: that's
0: the one <laughs> God, there should have been dinosaurs in this movie. Oh my
3: god! Way. Oh my god! Flaming dinosaurs flying out of volcano. <laughs> Steve, let's rewrite this now and make it happen. Welcome
0: to Jurassic Bombay.
2: <laughs> I like that. got no expense.
0: <gasps> Ooh, gladioraptors. Think oh, about it. Snap. Think about it.
2: Nailed we'll...
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> now entering the Celt. And blue. <laughs> cling, cling, cling. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me the trident. Shoot her. I
3: prefer to go by the name of Mr. Pilkington. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These raptors are too smart. <laughs> Why do I have this accent in ancient Rome? Okay, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's another thing I, I i wish would be in more movies, like like in Pompeii. Why does nobody have an Italian accent? Wouldn't that make it just... Oh, honey,
3: this is part of the whitewashing of movies. If you just need a generic accent, just like in The Last Samurai, everybody just gets a British accent who's not American.
0: Wouldn't it just be better for, like, Jared Harris and everybody else to just be doing their best Italian accent?
3: (laughs) Oh, Oh, this movie would hit a new level, but that's not the level I think they want to hit.
2: Yeah, I don't even know what accent Kiefer Sutherland was doing. Um it was just me or it was just terrible?
0: He was yeah, tried trying to be like I think he was trying to do like his best like uh like Shakespearean thespian kind of gravitas. But <laughs> but you know, he's Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> Ooh, he is they the should guy. have given
2: him the um the uh the Lost Boys wig. They should have given him that.
0: Yeah. I could have used some
2: long hair Kiefer Sutherland too. Give him the mullet. Uh,
3: okay, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there in this movie because Kiefer, spoiler alert, not the good guy in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who has played the better villain, Donald or Kiefer? Donald. They've both been some really good villains, though. But,
0: but which which villain?
2: Donald's got more film, filmography if you, if under if his belt too. you say the too. villains are <laughs> walking out,
0: no. <laughs> Was he the villain oh. in that, or was he the savior? Ooh, the ha- haunting in Connecticut or whatever? <laughs> oh,
3: an American haunting in Connecticut or whatever? <laughs> yeah. the, the one with the wolves and the flipping carriages. That's all everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that movie with the wolves and the carriage flipping and the incest uh, overtones? Spoiler alert. That movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nobody, nobody cares about that cares. <laughs>
3: President Snow?
0: <laughs> oh, there we go. Yes, for the win. The Hunger Games. Uh,
3: the best character in an awful franchise. As somebody who worked in the Hunger Games Museum for nine months.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, Kiefer arrives in town <laughs> and he's looking to invest in Pompeii and make into, I don't know, the next Silicon Valley or something. <laughs> and uh Ottawale is of course one fight away from retirement. <laughs> and... <laughs> And winning his freedom, and yeah, so you know that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to get in one fight; it's going to be fine.
3: Oh, and that's what John Snow tells him: "Is like, huh? So you're one day from retirement, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's not going to happen, right? Yeah, there's so many subplots happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kiefer is trying to molest Lady Cassia, and apparently had spent all her time in not, Rome trying to do that.
0: No, no, not not molest Cassia; marry her." And then molester.
2: They both start with M. M yeah, I mean, close enough. Yeah.
0: I mean, they are really similar once the the deed's been done. But... And
3: she's like 14, right?
0: I, I mean, I I think it's like, I mean, real life, yes. But, or you know, in uh, in Roman time, yes. She's she's <laughs> yeah. she's a, a fledgling 12 year old. But I think yeah, I think she's supposed oh, to be. She's gonna start her
3: period next month. Better marry her off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tell that, me that's not is, what they did is, back is in the day. Is that a quote from uh, Trinity? <laughs> 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 well, she's almost done. Gotta get her phone. <laughs> the first five kids are always the hardest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kiefer's trying to court her. Uh, ba- basically, he met Cassia in Rome, I don't know, a year or something like that beforehand. Mm-hmm. Became infatuated with her and now... His investing in the city as kind of his ruse. We're like, oh, sure, I'll invest uh, in exchange for the hand of your daughter.
3: I don't know if I could do that, but I do want to become part of the Roman elite. I don't know. Wife, what do you think?
0: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like she's about to say something, and then it changes to a different scene. <laughs> her her, her mouth opens was, up, yeah. It didn't make the yeah. theatrical cut. <laughs> what do you think, wife? Well, like, clink, 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 <laughs> gladiator training. <laughs> uh... Oh, yeah, some more things with, like, the volcano intensifying and the horses start going nuts. And some of the people are, like, walking around the Coliseum <laughs> and noticing little cracks and stuff. It's that like...
3: gentle shaking the city is constantly doing? Don't pay it any mind. Alrighty, um, by the way, I quit and, uh, I'm going to Rome now. See y'all. There was the one guy who tapped out of his job
0: yeah yeah <laughs> like
3: the like coordinator yeah yeah he,
0: yeah he was like the, the event coordinator yeah he's like the, the i don't know main.
3: he's the meeting planner
0: the main slave master i don't know but yeah he's like well you guys have fun with this thing i'm gonna go to oh. capri or something what's what's the title of the guy who
3: uh the dance choreographer that's what he is he's the choreographer <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on guys, I want to see them swords
3: <laughs> Knees higher Gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> Let's give them a show You tell me that Ro- Romans were so extravagant You don't think they had slave coordinators
0: <laughs> uh, It's also around this time uh, The Celt is quoted as saying I could ride before I could walk
2: Like mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the money line.
3: Is that, is that, is that a thing? And I feel like you'd be better with horses.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Aren't you a horse surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> Come here, cop. Let me uh, take care of that leg for you. Put a little split there. And... <laughs> Oh, that's right. This is where ah um, oh, the lady's having trouble with her horses. That's right. The horses, because uh, of the rumbling and stuff, they're jumping around. Yes, and... and
3: her prized horse, whose name I can't remember the big the big silver one. Yeah, Feronius or something bird.
0: like that. I don't know. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, war horse, No. Um... <laughs> well, we'll, ju- we'll,
3: call him, we'll call him Secretariat. <laughs>
0: Secret... Oh, Sea Biscuit. Yeah, oh, Sea, sea, b- biscuit. Yeah. Ah, sea Cracker. Sea Cracker. Yes, sea yes. Cracker. yes the, uh, who we got? <laughs> sea Biscuit. Yes. What's
3: the white version of Sea
0: Biscuits?
3: Sea uh, Cracker. So that... Sea so Cracker's losing his mind in his stall. Nobody, they just slam the door on him because nobody wants to deal with that shit. But they're like, hey, go get that one slave. I heard he's good with horses. He can get his head bashed in yeah. by this crazy motherfucker. Yeah, no big loss. We
0: have to lose both of them, you know. He,
3: he killed a horse on our way over here. He's great with <laughs> horses.
2: He spoke to it. so a horse whisperer.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> and then he DDT'd the shit out of it.
3: <laughs> uh, and the slaves ate for days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to cook it well, too. No. Uh, but yeah, they. So he calms it, uh, tries calming it down, jumps on its back, and then uh, Cassia comes in and is like, Ooh, you look mighty fine on that horse. Jumps on the back, and they just head off into the right sunset.
3: Off into the
0: and it's like, Oh, okay. Well, that that was a fun movie. 45 minutes in, I think yeah. we are. Also,
3: how did he get out the front gates with, like, the princess and the, the prized horse?
0: Because they were all distracted. No, uh, distracted yeah, by they, the they horse were, They were all, Yeah, they, they locked the horse in there with him. And they went out the back window?
2: <laughs> no, I think they, no, they, went, through, they went through Yeah, the they went through the front gate, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And there's not a
3: second set of gates on the outside of that compound? No, sweetie. So, like, drunk guys can just walk in and play with the horses?
0: Not with
2: they the probably thing. do, I mean... Yeah. I
0: mean...
3: Okay, no, I'm just trying to, like... Yeah, and then, like, he rides up to the most beautiful spot in town. Yeah. By the way, he just got there, and he's a slave. How does he know where the most beautiful spot that, in town is? Right? She should have been leading. Uh,
2: by the way... I think the horse had GPS. Is probably what it was. <laughs> uh. You have now reached make-out point.
0: <laughs> 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 by, by the way, I've written down here at this point, You don't know him. You don't know <gasps> his right? name. No! You no want to run name. away with him. He could be... I'm just gonna throw this out there. A rapist. Steve, I forgot to tell you. I met this
3: guy on the train today. Okay. Don't know his name, but he was... he was very brutal looking, and he said that he liked to kill people for fun, so I'm gonna run away with him. Nice. Yeah. In fact, he killed
0: people in games. Oh, so... So you saw him on the train. Yeah! Uh, probably with his shirt off, I'm guessing, right? Oh,
3: definitely with his shirt off. <laughs> um how were his leather shorts were those uh i mean they they could have used the uh the gentle touch of soap but (laughs) (laughs) i mean otherwise it's all good
1: (laughs) i mean Uh... they
2: literally only exchanged looks like three times that's it yeah
0: they were that's love baby
3: they were longing looks this this is how how you and your wife met right
2: I, I, yeah, I, I, should, I shared that story? I, I thought, okay. Yeah, you were, uh, you were killing
3: people um, for fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, killing people, and I snapped the horse's neck. You know, I I feel that was it. Like, she saw this gesture of him putting out the horse of his misery as love. Like, I, I feel that's oh. all she loves him for. I mean, so she must be a fan of Game of Thrones. That's really the all the true. other reason. So yeah.
0: subconsciously, she's like, oh, maybe he looks he'll put me like John snow my
2: misery. <laughs> right. oh, it was- could be Alright, so, so gentle.
3: skipping ahead is what we learned from this movie, that the way to a woman's heart is by killing animals. <laughs> Not small ones, large animals.
0: Yeah, small ones are just like, psh, anyone can
2: do that.
3: Well, and then like, I mean, feel bad for like bunnies and kittens? It's horse kind of like the whole
2: deal, play. you know, like when you go to a prison, you want to uh, make a name for yourself, you take on the biggest guy. To win a girl's heart, you kill the biggest animal. Yeah, the
3: biggest you animal
1: know, horse?
2: in this case, it's a horse. Yeah, I think that's how it works. At least in Pompeii.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, if there had been a water buffalo around, he would have had to take that down?
2: <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. the or way, Peter, a uh, to... T-Rex. <laughs> yeah,
0: t T-Rex always works. Peter, by the way, uh, I'm sorry, we kind of buried the lead there. How long were you in prison?
2: <laughs> uh, I was in prison for about nine years. Oh, wow. You look great, a man. money laundering? Oh, or... hey, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> stealing mail. Uh, oh, uh, I, I think it
0: was... <laughs> <laughs> like, they, you know those uh that uh piracy stuff, the beginning of DVDs. That shit's
2: real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, LimeWire, uh, Napster, all of those, all uh, of those. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know that tag that's on the edge of the mattress that says "Do not
0: cut." <laughs> they say no part. That's a don't fucking mean it. That's <laughs> a peewee
2: big big adventure. I like that little reference there. <laughs> of course. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, yeah. so Pompeii.
0: Yeah, so so while they're wasting time there at make out point saying like, you need to go back to you need to go back to town.
3: If you go back they'll kill you. Take my horse and run away.
0: And then they're immediately surrounded by the uh, stormtroopers or what uh, I'm sorry, the, the
3: guys who were doing their fucking jobs yeah. Hey princess, pretty sure this scary ass slave stole you and your horse. You wanna come back home now?
0: So they take him back, uh they're gonna kill him. They're gonna kill Jon Snow and it's gonna be game over, man. Uh, but she said, "No, no, he, we just got—he saved my horse and saved my life—and the horse blah, 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 just blah. took off. I don't know what happened. No, and someone stop. said they gave him fifteen lashes. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Kiefer's kind of pissed, because he can kind of tell that, like, oh, she wants, she wants to bang this guy. I see.
2: Yeah, She's... he doesn't make a sound either.
0: Yeah, that's
3: right. He gets <laughs> the shit beat out of him and doesn't make a sound. That's the other way to to a girl's heart." Being super quiet during extremely painful events, that doesn't freak us out at all.
0: Yeah, it's the same way to a man's heart,
2: too. Uh, Pouring wine on it will make him squeal. (laughs) (laughs) That's because
3: it was a white Russian.
0: (laughs) 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 That's how you get directly into the (laughs) bloodstream. It's like See, oh we... ah, oh oh man, there's some tobacco notes and uh, <laughs> ah. we've been beer tasting all wrong. Let me get the <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: we get a razor blade. <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus, and make sure it's on your back. That's you know the the I guess the thinnest part of your body. Who knows?
0: Is that where the receptors are at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Corvus, uh, Kiefer, I keep, Kiefer, keep going between characters, but uh, Kiefer basically says, all right, well, you thought you were going to be like the big main event going against Atticus. Atticus. Uh, instead, we're just going to have you guys going in the first match, and you're going to die real quick. No one will ever remember you. Never have your freedom. Drop mic. I'm out. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. And so then, uh, yeah, pour the wine in the wounds. Um, mm-hmm. And this is also where we find out his name is Milo. And I've written down what?
3: <laughs> also, the name of the guy from Antitrust. Oh, his name is Milo.
0: The Tim Robbins guy?
3: Mm-hmm. No, the the kid.
0: Oh, Brian Phillippe or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Phillippe. Oh, that's old. Yeah, older. Yeah.
3: <laughs> is is it wrong that that was like that's like kind of the only other Milo I could <laughs> yeah. think of?
2: Okay. Milo and Otis.
0: Oh, well, there we go.
3: Yeah, a lot of a lot of animals killed in that movie too. <laughs> uh, what is it like, upwards of seventy five kittens?
2: I I don't, know. I don't know. It's animals been, were actually killed during the filming of that movie.
3: Oh yeah, yeah they dropped oh. like ten of them off off the waterfall because they kept not surviving the fall.
2: <laughs> oh jeez, I didn't know this.
3: Oh yeah, like to make it make them limp, they like broke puppy and kittens paws for what those scenes. Hell? Like is this
2: before PETA?
3: Yeah, this is one of the movies that, like, made Pete Offering.
2: Wow. Oh, geez. Yeah,
3: and it was all
0: shot, like, in China. And... <laughs>
1: hey, Greg, oh my I told you the last
0: time, we have to make sure film is in the camera when we're recording <laughs> the cat off the waterfall scene. We, he, we talked about this all day yesterday. He didn't
3: bob back up anyway. We need him bobbing back up.
0: <laughs> Stop
3: tying rocks to him. Yeah, guys, if you That's want terrible. a real uplifting thing, look up Milo and Otis backstory.
2: Oh man, I'm... Yeah. Anyway... Sorry I sorry brought that up, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, enough talking about killing animals. Let's get to the center of the Coliseum where we can fight. <laughs> where we can see men fighting men Yeah. with little to no clothing. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, for those about to fight, we salute you. Uh, <laughs> and then there's the first event of the games. This is reenactment oh, of... Oh, and this
3: is when the coordinator taps the fuck out. He's oh, yeah. like, see these cracks? This is unsafe. <laughs> we can't cancel the event. All right, See y'all in yeah. Rome.
0: As everybody's <laughs> like in, in the charge. stands stomping around, saying "We will rock you" and all that. The you know the grounds crumbling and stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah, all the support beams are getting huge cracks. Like, I'm out. But yeah, you know, they're still like, Wait, I can't just send them home now. They've already paid their tickets. We got the churros going. We got the popcorn popping.
2: <laughs> Justin Timberlake's here for the halftime show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
3: First off, Justin Timberlake in a gladiator outfit. I'm sold. <laughs> well,
2: well. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, uh, but yeah, the, the first thing that Milo and Atticus are a part of is a reenactment of when Kiefer basically burned down Milo's family and home and village yeah. and everything. And um, there's a
3: whole bunch of slaves chained to a pole in the middle of the stadium.
0: Yeah.
3: And uh, yeah, and um, Atticus is like wait, we're doing a recreation now? And Milo's like, no, this is a
0: slaughter. I was there. Yeah. And I guess
3: is kind of looking at him. He definitely gave him the side look like, if it was a slaughter, were you really there? Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> Apparently they missed a spot. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, they send in the, I don't know, the, the soldiers or whatever to mm-hmm. just wipe him out right there in front of everybody. And Milo basically takes over as general and is like, Hi, right, get back. For the support beams over there! And yeah. basically strategizes a way to ridiculously just destroy them all.
3: It just becomes him and Atticus fighting, though. It like, pretty much a- Against, yeah. like, a yeah. thousand guys.
0: Yeah, they get a couple. The other guys do. But, yeah, they end up getting slaughtered. And There's just two of them left. And then uh, there's, like, this scene in there where, like, there's the guy on the chariot. And I don't know how long Milo's chain is supposed to be, but it's able to yeah. go, like... <laughs> All the way across the Coliseum so he can do like a swinging drop kick or whatever in the chariot and ride around a little bit and
3: Yeah, and then he does the great thing of like a dog yeah. chained to a fence where he runs around in circles and then like hits the <laughs> He gets
0: get get shorter and shorter or like somebody like steps on it and he's like
2: <laughs> I think that's a deleted scene actually. <laughs> little
0: Sandy makes it <laughs> But uh, but they end up victorious. Uh, Milo stands there with, like, a flagpole, breaks it in half, and, like, throws <gasps> a javelin towards uh, Kiefer. Yeah. But then Kiefer's right-hand man, I, I don't remember his name, but he just kind of steps in and just... Oh, so
1: was
0: that was pretty on. cool. Oh, uh, Procules, that's his Procules. name. Or, 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 Pro, Proculus. that's right. Of course,
2: of course it is, oh, Of course,
0: yeah. it rolls right <laughs> off the tongue.
3: <laughs> I think that's how you get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Protolingus? No. Proculus. You commence proculus. Is that proculus. a birth control? <laughs> and then nine months later, a baby comes out. <laughs> Are you having uncontrollable bowel movements? Try proculus. <laughs> May cause anal leakage. <laughs>
2: I have a prescription.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then we get the, the big showdown between proculus and the kelp. And shit's about to go down. Yeah. But then Vulcan speaks, and the mountain starts erupting, and th- this is basically... Wait,
3: there's Vulcans in
2: this movie? The mountain from Game of Thrones is on here? Yes. <laughs> and then the mountain steps in like, I'll take care of him.
0: Hodor. <laughs> and then Hodor comes Oh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> still H- too soon.
0: Hodor <laughs> tag teams with Jon Snow. Who is <laughs> him in the turnbuckle? <laughs>
3: Are they bashing chairs over <laughs> each other? sets? This is getting crazy. And then John Cena
0: comes out. Oh, that may be a different movie.
3: Yeah, I think I like our version better.
0: Well, <clears throat> you know.
3: You know. Uh, so yeah, so the volcano erupts and is going crazy.
0: Uh, and all the slaves are basically set free because everybody just gets the fuck out of town and they kill the couple guys mm-hmm. standing guard. Basically, from this point on it's basically mass hysteria. There's fireballs flying from the mountain everywhere. It's just destroying the whole city
3: so steve i'm not a volcanologist do volcanoes usually shoot lava bombs into the
0: ocean occasionally from what i understand but not not with the ferocity of the cgi event (laughs) hey peter i know
3: you're a volcanologist in your spare time yes how often is this occurrence of lava balls flying into the ocean
2: uh i think twice a year Okay. I think twice a year.
3: Is that per volcano or like total?
2: Oh, yeah, that's per volcano. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, we just had one in Hawaii, too. So that's, you know, yeah. one more to come, I, I believe. Uh, but I don't know if this is part of the the fun facts later on, but something, uh, I guess, something shot out of the volcano. But on that particular day, the wind wasn't quite blowing where it usually blows, and that's why it landed in Pompeii. Yeah.
1: There's
2: something crazy like that. I don't know. So, yeah, projectiles were shooting up. And it just landed in Pompeii because the winds weren't blowing the right way or something. I don't know. It was just something ridiculous.
0: Yeah, there's and again, it was mostly ash and like the falling like pumice rock that formed right. from it and stuff. That yeah, basically basically just buried the city, without setting it to a, a flaming pile. Wait, but, so
3: as somebody who's there, and it's considered one of the most well-preserved ancient cities of all time, correct? Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't shattered to pieces by balls of fire.
0: No, no it was not, not as much as you would think.
3: Perfectly preserved.
0: Uh, also, the uh, the Colosseum that they had there, not mm. nearly as big as that by any means. It, what? It, it was built into a hillside and stuff, so it didn't have the crumbling support beams and all that. Uh, you can play soccer on it now if you want to. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want to go uh, do that. It's not bad. <laughs> it's it's got like grass and growing in the seats and everything, but it's it's there.
3: I mean. I don't want to play soccer, but I do want to just, like, frolic.
0: Everybody wants to play
2: soccer. Frolic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like... Maybe we can you know, uh, reenact what we saw in Pompeii, hey, kind of like they did yes. in the movie. We oh the so there you go. <laughs> we can get a
0: reenactment. Get a flaming t-shirt gun and just start launching it at people.
2: Swinging from chains, you know, knocking people down.
0: <laughs> Throwing javelins at each other. Yeah. Okay, and then comes one of my favorite ridiculous scenes of this whole movie in the in the chaos of the coliseum basically collapsing on itself and everything we have Kiefer <laughs> Dr Moriarty yeah Jared Harris and Trinity they they're all they're all basically knocked out um, in their their VIP seats like the rocks kind of fell down on them Jared Harris is the first to wake up and he sees that uh, Carrie Ann Moss is she's like trapped under like a bronze eagle or something right like <laughs> something's falling on her she can't move and then they see Kiefer over there and she's basically just like, kill him, kill him before he wakes up and marries our <laughs> daughter and all this shit's gone, blah, 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 And Jared Harris has to think about it for some reason. I don't understand why. <laughs> It'd have been like, kill him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. Now let's get this rock off you. <laughs> Roll you. But no, he he does the whole standing over him with the knife thing. Hi. Kiefer wakes up and kills him and they both die in each other's arms. And it's...
3: Mm-hmm. Uh... Ugh. <laughs> yep. But... So in Pompeii, are there a lot of lovers intertwined? Like right now? Like,
0: like <laughs> the castes. So like the, you know, they're preserved,
3: the casts. Are the casts...
0: Save it for the fun fact, sweetie.
3: Okay, because <laughs> this movie's going to lead me to believe that everyone who wasn't smashed by flying boulders <laughs> died in the arms of someone they loved. Or someone they don't know the name of. Either way.
0: yeah, right. just, just some stranger. I mean, you know, and time's a disaster. Protect <laughs> any, me any from story. the ash. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I said protect me from the ash. Quick, run oh, up yeah. my arms. You <laughs> <know>. Activate Hero <laughs> Shield. <laughs>
0: uh, it's also around this time uh, Milo comes back. He's looking for Cassia. And so he goes up to the VIP seats. Sees uh, Trinity still there grasping to life. And she says, "You have to save Cassia." Keith has hey. taken her. By um, the way, this is
3: some like stalker level devotion for him to like. Oh, there's a volcano going over.
0: I still gotta go rape her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she agreed to give me her hand in marriage. Yeah,
0: that's that's how that's how I get out of this. <laughs> there's a lot of
3: fish in that sea, and that sea's not even polluted by garbage yet.
2: <laughs> it is polluted by ash, so one can argue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the corpses <laughs> <So bad.
2: laughs> right. all
0: the flaming corpses. a lot
2: of dead fishes in the sea <laughs> yeah oh yeah
0: there a lot of burning people in the streets during the the mayhem people keep yelling get to the haba!" <laughs> <laughs>
2: pretty sure i heard harbor. that yeah
0: yeah uh but Cassie is trapped up in the villa because kefir's up there and then i've written down oh something collapses on her she's dead Oh, she did <laughs> like like a statue or something falls on her and i'm like oh yeah she's all 85 pounds of her she's she's done she's out but instead the uh the villa kind of breaks off and slides into the ocean and for some reason i kept thinking it was like iron man 3 that scene where like tony stark's mansion just kind of slides off into the ocean
2: Literally, that's where shane black got the inspiration was this movie
0: Ooh, wait, no wait i think iron man okay. 3 was first
2: you're probably right. So this is where Pompeii got the inspiration. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> they probably <did. laughs> Like, wait, we can we can take the same CGI, just make it change the colors a little bit. I don't know why this villa would all of a sudden have <laughs> uh, Stark technology on the side, but... <laughs> eh, whatever. We'll, we'll fix it. Oh, yeah, and the boats start getting taken out by the comets and stuff, which eh, could have happened. For, from what I understand in real life. That's basically what happened is people got to the boats, went uh, a mile or two out into the ocean, and just kind of watched from the distance. <laughs> city went off the mountain. So they
3: weren't being constantly bombarded by uh, giant boulders flying off the side of the mountain?
0: Uh, uh, and then there's, like, the where the mountain, like, really blows its top, sends out, like, this huge concussion wave and causes a tsunami. Yeah. I, I mean, pretty cool effects. I, the, the CGI in this movie not horrible but not the greatest either <laughs> what?
3: i mean it, it held up fine it yeah. was fine
0: so then uh they go back to the arena to get some horse uh john snow basically goes up
3: they go back for horses yeah yeah, yeah they try gotta get horses to get to
0: the villa yeah
3: kiefer's oh, already there getting horses because they're gonna flee the on the other side because it's not an island
0: oh that's right okay so yeah okay so it's Kiefer and the people and they're gonna go for the horses. okay sorry but they're they're with atticus oh, god damn it i gotta take better notes <laughs> i got to stop paying attention to the movie and pay attention when I'm writing down about Wait. the movie <laughs> Long story short, we get to the part where Kiefer basically has Cassia in a chariot and is going through the streets of Pompeii as everything's exploding around him mm. but Milo's chasing behind him on a horse too and catching up Meanwhile in the Coliseum you have Atticus and Proculus fighting as the Coliseum's yeah. crumbling around them
2: they exchanged some pretty good lines, too. I forget what Pro, Proculus says to him, but then Atticus kind of gets free, and he says, oh, because uh, Proculus, like, you know, he begs for his life, and then Atticus says something like, gladiators don't beg, yeah. you know, and then like, and kills him. Yeah. so it, it was kind of a, a nice fight uh, between the two. Uh, I really like that there.
0: Yeah, like the whole scene that was in the Coliseum that was the— reenactment or whatever that was pretty good too it's just yeah it's a little ridiculous <laughs> uh but then we get to the big the, the chariot crashes um and again i write down she's dead because um, <laughs> like Kiefer got tossed 100 feet she probably right? got tossed 100 yards and <laughs> and it's like oh yeah okay they're dead uh but we get to the big fight between milo and and corvus you know, Kiefer and i get stabbed in the bicep and then, of course, Kiefer dies. The only way he can really die in this movie. A giant flaming volcano comet. Yeah. <laughs> smashing into
2: The only way? I mean, how else do you kill Jack Power? <laughs>
0: yeah, right? right. <laughs> On the next 24. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the whole mountain explodes. Uh, Atticus uh, is in the Colosseum as the big wave of lava and everything comes. He's like, I die out for you, man. And so he's gone. Milo and Cassia... They they just stop and they're they're in the middle of the road and he's like I don't want to spend the rest of our lives running.
3: Oh no no no, it's better than that fall. Oh no, he, the horse rears up, they both fall off. He looks at her and says, "Run, the horse isn't fast enough." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: I just I just got that. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> run, the horse isn't fast enough.
2: So if you put on these Nikes, you could be
3: <laughs> Nike. I think we worship her in some sort of religious ceremony.
0: So they don't want to run anymore; they just embrace and kiss, and the lava envelops them, and they die in smoke and ash like the dinosaurs in Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. And oh, that poor proto. And.
1: Uh... <laughs> I love big dumb
0: animals, Steve. I know, you married one. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh but then we we see the uh the cast made of the the lovers embracing and then roll credits.
2: And then they play My Heart Will On. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it <laughs> was it
1: it, it's
2: it's identical, identical to Titanic. That's it's it's the same movie. <laughs> yeah
0: uh then i've written down they never bang she never knew even knew his name
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah she never even bothered to ask like she never even was like so what's your name
0: he didn't even get to draw her like one of his french girls
3: no (laughs) (laughs) no that ass went untapped
0: (laughs) Uh, so ladies and gentlemen that was pompeii Mm. would you recommend it
3: no i just can't it's too boring
0: (laughs) peter what do you think
2: well, i got to agree with Izzy. Um, I was very... Okay. It took me the third try to finish the movie. You watched... But,
0: oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I
2: didn't watch it three times. Okay. It took me three attempts to get through the movie. I, I had a hard time getting through the very beginning. Yeah. But once you get past the beginning, I thought it was okay. This is a dumb popcorn action movie. you know, a Disaster movie. It's not as good as, like, um, Emmerich's, you know, like... 2012 and those type of movies, those are far better. Because um, they're fun. I didn't think they
3: like,
1: those were
2: fun. They're fun. I didn't think I didn't think this was an entirely waste of time. I yeah. thought it was bad, but I thought you know, it could have been better in a in a better director's hand for sure. Obviously, and that that's the case with most movies. But for some reason, the second you know what, I, I figured it out. Once I realized that this was Titanic, I enjoyed the movie better.
0: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> It's Gladiator. I think that was it. Gladiator. meets Titanic. Steve, do you Atticus
2: is that Italian friend, you know, of Leo's. You know, like everybody yeah, has yeah. their Titanic counterpart. Yeah. It, it, so yeah.
0: I'd recommend checking out. If you like Paul W. S. Anderson's over the top mm-hmm. stuff, I mean But mm-hmm.
2: like, this
3: isn't fun like his movie. It's not there. fun.
2: Yeah. It's, it's not fun, no. I
3: mean, it's not it's not a bad movie. It's almost worse than a bad movie. It's just a blah movie. Like it should be like it should be epic. It's got huge battles. It has a goddamn volcano going off. It has a love story. This should be a huge movie, and it's very
2: very, very forgettable. It's, it's, not, it's very,
3: for, yeah, forgettable. Yep. very yeah forgettable. There's not very much that's memorable about it.
0: Hell, Th- we none were of us cared memorable.
2: to learn their names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. True.
0: Yeah, it was. I was like, uh, Jon Snow. Uh, he's fighting Jack Bauer. Um, yeah. It's Johnstone versus Jack Bauer. This should have been a fucking <laughs> amazing. And it's almost like I wonder if,
3: like, maybe he just recut it.
0: So, fun facts coming <gasps> up after these commercial breaks. We got uh, we got some news on that, and we also have your questions and more beer. When everything I learned from movies returns.
3: <laughs> We're happy to have you with us this evening, and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here
2: listen to me please listen if you don't if you won't if you fail to understand then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike in you
0: first. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle Podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something
1: good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on. With Home Video
0: Hustle You can find the show on any podcatcher app Or you can come down to homevideohustle.podbean.com All of them in one place for you So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix We ain't the Defenders But uh, I like to think, he's a little bit better than that <laughs> Come out at you boys man, come chill with us
1: Peace. Peace
2: Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie And thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have So much so that we named our podcast after it what were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then
0: every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know,
2: talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube,
0: iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more also, a ton of
1: platforms that Brendan made up.
0: And we're back.
3: Oh my god, Steve. Those might have been the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding.
0: Indeed. They they just get better every week. I don't know how that happens.
3: Why? Why do they feel like they need to get better? I mean, they do. Every week, I think they've reached that pinnacle of perfection. And then they just blow my mind once again.
2: They're They're so great, I have nothing to add. Ah! (laughs) Yeah. I'm here next week
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm thirsty.
3: Hey, you've got a beer next to you. Oh, hey, I
0: do. Thank goodness. Uh, ooh, looks like we have from Sacramento, California the are 1881 Red Ale.
3: Ooh, this that one's... is covered in cat hair.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is covered in cat hair. But luckily, it's not inside the bottle yet, so let's dust that off. <laughs>
3: Here, let me yeah. use my pants. Yeah, got Yes, yeah, so this is from Roushstaller in Sacramento. Uh, Captain Frank Roushstaller, California's premier pioneer brewer, crafted his first Roushstaller in 1881 in Sacramento, because the finest ingredients were available. Available grew here. Today, yeah. Roushstaller remains committed to his legacy. This vintage 1881 is used to making 100% Sacramento-grown hops. Cascade and Chinook were used are grown at our farm and yard in Dixon. That's not in Sacramento. That's in Dixon. Liar. Sorry. Is that beer open yet? This beer is from my homeland. <laughs> Steve, that would be like if they said it was a hundred percent Ogden grown beer, except for they grew half of it in Murray. <gasps>
0: Blasphemy.
3: Yeah, right?
0: Whatever. It's
3: local <laughs> chats. Alright, I'm gonna pop my top now.
0: Thank goodness. Ooh
1: top.
3: Nice. And in front of <laughs> Peter.
0: <laughs> I
2: got my closed.
3: Alright. <laughs> and the pour. Ooh, this pour is fairly creamy. Ooh, it's a little foamy. Alright. Yes, yeah, so it's got a, a nice uh, uh, khaki-colored head on it. Lots of small foam. Steve's going for the sip. I'm getting a lot of hop aromatics on this.
0: Oh, yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah, the, what did you say, Cascade Hops? Cascade yeah, and Chinook. Yeah, nice little, uh, little piney notes and stuff to it. Not overpowering, though.
3: Mm-hmm. Chinook are those hops that uh, never hop budded. They just grow beautiful vines for us every year in our backyard. Mm, that's right. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this is a delightful beer.
0: Indeed. Speaking of delightful, who wants mm-hmm. to hear some delightful fun facts about this movie? As do I. Excellent. Alright, fun facts. Did you know a friend of the podcast is in this movie?
2: What Yes. You're uh, friends with Kit Harrington? No, not, not yet.
0: yet. <laughs> However, the great Elaine Moosey is actually one of the Celtic gladiators.
3: <gasps> oh my goodness. He's probably in that last fight scene with Adewale. And... Actually,
0: if he's a Celtic gladiator, I think he's in that first scene where Kit Harrington comes in and kinda beats the crap out of the but four guys he's and a walks out.
3: Gladiator.
0: 'Cause the are gladiator's in that oh, room okay. too, even yeah. a smaller range. Could he be
3: in both scenes?
0: He could yeah, he probably is. I don't know. Hey, he's he's a stunt guy. Yeah. Great stunt guy, great actor. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Kickboxer Vengeance and Kickboxer Retaliation, oh, check it out. It yeah. is
3: awesome. The stunts in that are phenomenal. Uh
0: Kit Harrington suffered from body dysmorphia. Uh, while working out for this role Uh, apparently he said he became completely obsessed with it to the point where he was going to the gym three times a day six days a week and he suffered from a case of exhaustion and eventually his trainer stepped to rein him in uh but he said he was proud of what he achieved in the end
3: so those are his abs
0: yeah real abs Mm. all right here's the fun part the original cut of the film ran for two hours and ten minutes uh, with the additional twenty-four minutes of footage missing from the theatrical cut, but it is on the DVD and Blu-ray release of the film. So well,
3: that's what we watch.
0: No, we watched the short version. It was like an hour oh, and forty okay. minutes. Good. Or, Good. Yeah, yeah. It's still so but long. Uh, we do have the DVD, so we may have to see if uh, the extra twenty-five minutes of uh, I don't even know what it would be, honestly. <laughs> More of them not. Well, well
2: I mean, horses. it's them falling off the horses and stuff that we talked about. I think.
3: Uh, Maybe he yes. actually talks mm. to a horse
2: there you go <laughs> as opposed to just and murdering maybe the them. horses talk to he him he
3: murders he murders at least three horses in this movie because he snaps the one's neck
1: yeah
3: he gets uh he gets big whitey lost so obviously he's dead in the in the volcano and then the black one who apparently is slower than a girl in a dress running
0: he probably killed the ones pulling uh keefer's chariot and stuff too
3: he's responsible for their deaths too
0: the questionable hero of our story.
3: <laughs> this is this is starting to become like San Andreas level. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, San Andreas was actually movie. fun. <laughs> are you talk- oh, I, I for some reason I think you're talking about a Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, oh, like he stole no, 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 a horse no. and no. shot down a helicopter. Oh, no, no, no. San Andreas, <laughs> that is like, also
2: fun.
3: Yeah.
0: It's a fun movie, but the rock is a villain. What save it for uh, next week. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Coming soon. Most of carrie Ann Moss's role was cut from the film. Okay, that's probably the extra 24 minutes she actually gets to speak or something.
3: Do they have a conversation?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She has lines more than, Kill him. Kill him before he He marries our daughter. Uh, Mia Jovovich, uh, (gasps) Paul W.S. Anderson's wife and leading lady, was considered for the role of Aurelia, which was carrie Ann Moss's
2: role. Yeah, no, that'd it, be different. It wasn't enough for her, and that's why he didn't cast her.
0: Probably. Yeah. Or they're yeah. probably filming two Resident Evil movies concurrently. Or simultaneously. Uh, well, it was super weird when
3: she just kept spin-kicking Kiefer. Like, just didn't <laughs> fit into the...
1: You never
0: have
3: my daughter. Ah! <laughs> Where'd she get that gun? So where's the movie where Christopher Lambert plays her father? And they can have an accent match-off?
0: Oh my god, that'd be amazing.
3: Right? Right?
0: <laughs> I gotta make a call. Or the husband. Yeah, yeah see I gotta I gotta call Paul W. S. Anderson like <laughs> Paul W S Anderson right, where the
3: Highlander is the father of the fifth element. Tell me that's not <laughs> I don't need anything else. I don't need to know what the rest of the movie is. I am sold.
0: It's true. <laughs> All right. Now here's a fun fact about Pompeii and those uh those casts. Okay. In reality, among the ash-covered bodies buried by the volcano, archaeologists did find two people actually embracing together, Uh although not in the position depicted in the movie, and they are now known as the Lovers of Pompeii. At first thought to be a young couple, and later two members of the same family, recent DNA studies have shown the Lovers to both be young men in their late teens and early twenties, and not related to each other. Also, the corpse of a very large man, probably from North Africa, was really found in Pompeii's arena, where Atticus died.
3: Oh, shit.
0: Probably Atticus Attic- was a real yes. dude. Yeah. So, fun facts.
3: I also have a fun fact about this movie. I uh, I looked up while while I was ranting and raving.
0: <laughs> you have to um, be more specific of when that was.
3: Apparently, know? science-wise, basically everything in this movie is incorrect, Except what? for, apparently, the foliage is almost perfectly reconstructed. Like, the plants and stuff they chose, like, in the shooting locations and that. Yeah. Scientists have agreed are all things that would actually be in Pompeii at that time.
2: Oh. <laughs> Interesting.
3: So somebody did some research.
0: <laughs> Dr. Ellie Sattler was a <laughs> right. archaeobotanist or, or whatever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh so what did we learn from Pompeii?
3: oh i said mine earlier but yeah. if you snap a large animal's neck you secure you secure it
0: <laughs> secure the <laughs> pussy <laughs> hashtag wow. secured. To, to quote brent from home video hustle <laughs> hashtag secure how
3: about you peter mm-hmm. what did you learn from this movie
2: i learned that Kiefer can actually have a bad role I mean, he was actually nominated for worst supporting role in a Razzie.
3: See, I think he's the best part of this movie. Yeah,
2: I like Jared Harris, to be honest with you. I, I think what what it is is keepers. I'm a a fan. Probably his uh, his accent, I would think.
0: Yeah, it was a little odd, but uh, this yeah. whole movie is odd though. Yeah. Like, is that the yeah. worst part
3: of this movie, or is it the lava rocks flying at the ship?
2: Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm okay. She never learned his name. You know, I think a lot of my problems was Kiefer. To be honest with you, oh, I think yeah, we were watching
3: different movies <laughs> yeah, like,
2: could be because we we extended version. <laughs> yeah, dur- during our break, I was telling Steve, you know, that um, I kind of like the second half of the movie. You know, or maybe the last two thirds of it.
0: Well, you know, once like, the volcano I, starts going off, I
3: like the final. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the final act because something actually happens. I think it was just that the beginning of it just was so boring. And... I think
2: that's all it was. You know, they're like, how do we make a story around this? And probably just didn't put too much thought into it. Huh, let's have uh, some Roman people come and let's uh, have Kiefer play them. And yeah, it, the story wasn't good.
3: Hey, did you know they found a black guy in the arena? We should get a black guy for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Can't
2: Wesley A black Russian.
0: Like <laughs> a, a, a white Russian staffed. <laughs> Uh, Um, I learned, um, it may have been worse to have been a woman than a slave in ancient Rome because at least as a slave, you could kill people and yourself. Uh, I got dark. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Hashtag topical. (laughs) We also put the word out for, uh, questions from our loyal listeners and fellow podcasters. And boy, did we get some responses. You ready, Peter? I'm ready. All right. Oh, from Brent. Uh, from the home video hustle at Capital H Capital V Capital H Capital P Lowercase podcast your favorite hood movie?
2: Favorite hood movie? Kind of got two answers for this. Um, one is kind of a, a, a cop out, really. It's um, uh, don't uh don't be a mess at South Central while drinking your juice in the hood that because it's a parody, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of all the hood movies. But if I had to pick just one, it would be Friday.
0: Friday's a good one. How about you, beautiful? Batman under the red hood.
2: Ooh, <laughs> Mine was that's a the, good one. Uh,
0: Robin Hood men in tights.
2: <laughs> Great movie.
3: <laughs> I like that Fun. the guests is the who picks. No, I,
0: a Hood movie. Yeah, I love
2: uh, like Dola. You like
3: Pootie Tang? I that love Pootie Tang. Favorite. Hood I love Pootie Tang. What a
2: tang What a I love you, Pootie Tang. Sign up on the red Fun fact about the men in tights uh i did cover that for my show (gasps) about about two three weeks ago i got a random comment on my post for that movie and this is going back like two years ago probably um on instagram somebody commented and it's like i might know the person who wrote it Shh, and i you know i clicked on the account it's the writer of the movie
0: (laughs) Nice.
2: It's kind of crazy because it's like, I, I guess it's coming up on 25 years. Maybe it already passed 25 yeah, years. I yeah. But I was all like, oh, I thought Mel Brooks wrote it, but he only directed it. So it was, it was somebody else. I, you know, I forgot his name, but I was like, do I want to ask for an interview? Like, you. I guess so. He was, well, because he was also like. Yeah, and he linked me, like, his Facebook, too, when he's like, oh, I I, I may know the writer. I I thought it was just, like, really odd. That's a humble
3: brag. That's a humble brag. That's, hey, invite me on.
2: Yeah, I just thought it was so weird. Like
3: you don't. You've been waiting too long already. Ask him. Peter, if you
2: don't, don't, I will. (laughs) We both can. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, see, my thing was just all like, I thought it was Mel Brooks this whole time. It would have been weird for me, you know? Like, but yeah. That was interesting. Like, you're like.
0: not Mel Brooks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have said, like, you're not Mel Brooks. Who oh, are you kidding? Nice.
0: Uh, oh, Brent also asked us, favorite movie soundtrack?
2: Ooh, that's a tough
0: one. I think I know My Beautiful Wives. Is it Dracula 2000? It's definitely the one I've listened to the most. <laughs>
3: That is an awful, awful movie. I want that on the record. That movie is a dumpster fire of the highest regards. But goddamn, when I was in high school, that was what my soul needed. How about you, Peter?
2: That's a really hard question because I love so many. But I think I'm gonna go one with. Uh, I'm gonna go with one that maybe most wouldn't think for me to go with, and I'm gonna say Saturday Night Fever.
1: Ooh, Ooh BGS. BGS. That's
2: good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love me some BGS. Um, huge fan of the BGS, actually, and I, I think a lot of people don't know that about me. I also like ABBA, so I, I kind of like the disco stuff, you know. So uh, I would, I'd say that soundtrack. That explains the
3: pants you wore today.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <see? laughs> sequence, Yeah, uh, bell bottoms and everything. I mean got the platform shoes on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm
0: trying to think. What? I mean, there's always like the. Like, we discussed in our episode that I think is coming out, seeing the movie wars. Like, there was, like, Forrest Gump and Pulp Fiction and those in the 90s.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: One I never hear people mention that I think is an absolutely great soundtrack is uh Betty Professor 2, The Clumps. Because <laughs> 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 it's, it's, like, Def Jam's greatest hits, basically, of that year. But it's, like, Method Man. It's LL Cool J. It's Music Soul Child. It's, it's a bunch of different... Uh, Janet Jackson, obviously, because she's in the movie. R. Kelly, you know, everybody. <laughs>
2: there, there's a soundtrack very much like that for me, uh, Life, from 1999. Oh, yeah, um, yeah Martin Lawrence, uh, Eddie Murphy. You got Maxwell, you know, it, a lot of a lot of um, great artists in there.
0: Ooh, and Space Jam. Space, Space Jam. Jam. That's, <laughs> a That's a fun uh, one, yeah. I
3: also want to throw in, uh, remember the Titans had a great soundtrack. Yeah. Absolutely. And... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I was just
0: gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course, Guardians. Volume, yeah, one. yeah.
3: So yes, yeah, so we're talking soundtracks, not scores, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, scores. Right. It's like, ooh, top five are all John Williams. So that's not
3: true, because there's also Ennio Morricone. Who? Ennio Morricone, <laughs> the Italian guy.
0: Oh, the guy that uh, was nominated for Razzie for the thing.
3: I, that I liked that score, so.
0: Did he do Pompeii. Eat yeah, a bag I, was, of day. <laughs> I think Paul W. S. Anderson did Pompeii. <laughs> He's like, well, I can't. Using free
2: loops together. or something. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, uh, from the IMDb Journey podcast. Uh, simple question: Godfather Part One or Two?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with two.
3: I'm gonna go with Godfather One, just because it's the one I've seen the most. Yeah, I,
0: I, I think I've seen them both twice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember uh, number two being. Cool, cause it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of going back and forth between the, uh, you know, the Robert De Niro, young Corleone right. line, and um, Al Pacino and stuff, and it's, yeah, I mean, you know, it's Godfather Part Two. They're both, I think, in the AFI Top 100, so yeah, there's really not a wrong choice. <laughs> uh, from Michael Bagford, he gave a question of, would you rather watch Pompeii with Keith or Sutherland or Pink Floyd live at Pompeii? But then he also said, I'll make this a better question. Would you rather watch Pompeii with Keith or Sutherland or watch Pink Floyd live at Pompeii with Keith or Sutherland or listen to a Keith or Sutherland album with Pink Floyd?
3: Ooh. Wow.
0: Three options there.
3: So so watching Pompeii with Keith or Sutherland, that's not just watching the movie that he is in, it's watching it with him in the room?
0: Yes.
2: That's okay. the way I take it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're you're watching the movie with Keith or Sutherland, or mm-hmm. you're watching Pink Floyd live at Pompeii with him. Or you're listening to his album with Pink Floyd in the room. Oh <laughs> man. That's the answer right there. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> um I'll jump it real quick if nobody else has something. Yeah, go um it. I'll, I'll watch this movie with him because I, I wanna hear his Thoughts on certain scenes, you know, uh, because since he was nominated for, we're supporting for a Razzie, uh, but also when he's bored, he'll probably just tell me cool stories of like Lost Boys or yeah, Time yeah. to Kill or Jack Bowers type stuff. You know what I mean? I think you yeah. can get a lot of stories at a concert. He probably wouldn't talk very much.
0: Yeah, he'd be like, "I love Pink Floyd. Come on, they're about to do, <laughs> about to do Run Like Hell. Be quiet, be quiet. Yeah, fucking Lost Boys. Whatever. <laughs> that was that was like a hundred years ago." See, I think
3: I want to. i right now. <laughs> see, I think I want to watch Pink Floyd live at Pompeii with Keith or Suther- Sutherland, because I have a feeling he's going to get super high. Super. High. And I just want to. I don't like. I want to listen to the concert and watch super high Keith or Sutherland
0: do his thing. I'm not going to lie. I'm curious what a Keith or Sutherland album would sound like. Like, <laughs> would, would, he, would it be like a country western kind of thing, or is he more of a?
2: Uh yeah, for yeah, young guns like, like an
0: emo rock. Well, and your dad would
3: legitimately roll over in his grave if he found out you had an opportunity didn't, to hang out Pink with Pink Floyd, Floyd yeah. and you didn't take it.
0: That's true. Yeah, <laughs> me, and, me and Roger Waters would just be hanging out, talking crap on Kiefer. No. <laughs> My no. dad's
3: buried in one of your albums.
0: <laughs> true story. <laughs> um, all right, looks like Brendan from What Were They Thinking. Uh, he asked us
3: you mean Brenda right (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) 10,000 BC or Clash of the Titans remake which is more boring
2: I like 10,000 BC
0: yeah that movie I remember I remember nothing about it and I know I watched it yeah absolutely nothing I remember about two thirds of the way through like a saber toothed tiger shows up but then I don't even know if they like fight or something after. yeah uh, 10,000 BC is obviously more boring that that's um, the
2: one with Camille Bell, right? Who
3: knows? It was too boring to remember.
2: Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that's, Maybe yeah, I don't. Beats. I don't remember that at all.
0: <laughs> it was not Zazzy
2: beats, I guarantee you. But... Definitely had more stars in the in you know the Clash of the Titans.
0: Yeah, I would say Apocalypto is the best choice out of those. Oh wait.
2: Wait. <laughs> wait oh no. You, you know what's funny? <laughs> I was thinking that, and I was all like, "Man, that should have been an option."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ten thousand BC is basically the boring version of Apocalypto. So, right, those came
2: out about the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very similar.
3: Which is the one with the gods with gold blood? Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt. Is the
0: answer.
2: Oh, Lord. yeah. I was like <laughs> that. movie is not boring.
0: That. that is amazing. You're right.
3: You're right. That movie oh, is on all of the level. whitewashing. Yeah. Coming next week. No, you know what? It's not even whitewashing because none of it is a world that ever existed, so they can <laughs> no, be whatever color truth, they truth. want to be.
2: But hey, speaking of Game of Thrones, I'm a little Jamie Lannister in that one.
0: Right. But. <laughs> What's his name, like, Nik- Nikolai Kostas-Waltage? Walt, does A white Russian. There you go. <laughs> G- not Jerry Butler. <laughs> Steve, you, you're making the mistake of it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ooh, here's a good one. Favorite Kiefer movie role. Uh, this, mm. Oh, sorry, this is from Stork at the Beside of Geek.
3: Hey, Stork.
0: Uh, his suggestion mm. is Doc Skurlock from the Young Guns movies.
2: Mm. Really, that's his Pretty good. Yeah, that, good. That is a, a real person he's playing as well. Um, I mean, I keep bringing up Lost Boys. You know, maybe that one stuck with me the most. I really like him in A Time to Kill, also, where he's just, you know, a racist, um, you
0: know, person. Yeah, that's right. Those are
2: always kind of fun because you're like, how close is he to the real Kiefer Sutherland? You know?
0: <laughs> how much of that is acting? I know exactly. <laughs> I always, I
2: always wonder. You know, with roles like that, um, I'm I'm gonna go with Lost Boys. I'm gonna be a little vanilla.
0: Flatliners. No, I, I was actually <laughs> thinking that way. I think that was just like the most recent we had seen, other than Tom Davis. I mean, uh, of course, you gotta go like like Jack Bauer is just a great character for him, and he did it for so long. That's like the first thing that comes up, but it's not a movie, so
3: Twin Peaks,
0: uh, Fire Walk with me? Oh yeah, as a uh, Sam or whatever his name <laughs> was in that. Oh my god! Oh, uh, Dark City, he was really good in. Hmm. Even though, yeah, again, it's kind of the... I, I don't know. I like i like Kiefer hamming it up like he was kind of doing in this movie. I, that's like, why I'm
3: thinking Flatliners, because like he yeah. goes so over the top.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I'll go with flatliners. I don't remember his name in it, but apparently he's in the reboot that came his, out last year that no one saw. It I here. remember
3: his hair from it.
0: <laughs> Everybody's hair in that movie is Everybody's amazing. Kevin hair. Bacon and Julian. Oh, there's
3: so much good hair. I think
0: even Oliver Platt had like yeah a bouffant or something. Oh,
3: everybody, everybody was teased in that movie. <laughs> I was teased. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were all teased. Ooh, uh, and all right, last question comes from uh, mario superiority complex what is your earliest movie memory
2: i just um celebrated my 200th episode on my show and a similar question kind of came up uh and the earliest movie memory i have is going to watch uh batman 1989 with my dad in the theater
0: nice
2: yeah so that puts me at about six years old so i can't think of anything else before that
0: yeah i'm trying to think like earliest i remember being in a theater i said i was like i was i was thinking like back to the future three i'm like no i was eight when that happened
2: (laughs) yeah i definitely saw two and three in the theater i saw a robocop three in the theater
0: oh i'm sorry (laughs)
2: yeah well Uh, hey at that time i thought it was cool as hell i mean i I must have been like 10 and there was like ninja cyborgs
0: (laughs) oh that's right yeah Uh, yeah we love the robocop movies
2: Oh, yeah. I love the first, two. When the third...
0: did Great Mouse Detective come out? Is that like, Ooh, 86, 87? Because so I remember seeing that in a drive-in and being scared I of the bat.
2: Feel feel like 87. That sounds that sounds right. I'm looking Great it Mouse up Detective. now.
3: 1986.
2: Okay, wow. so it so i have been five. Okay,
0: yeah, uh, that's probably it. I remember seeing that in the drive-in, being really scared in the beginning where the bat, like, pops out of the cabinet or whatever and then probably at the i assume my parents had to talk me down for 10 minutes before i started watching <laughs> the movie again and then it was like oh that uh that that big rat sounds like vincent price or, you know, some... <laughs> uh
3: so like movie theater or like seeing a movie on the big screen memory probably would be i don't know the reason but they there was a theater playing snow white and my grandparents said we took your mom to see this when it came out we're gonna take you to see this And I remember because we always used to take my grandmother's car when we traveled because the car seats fit in it. It was a great big 1982 Crown Victoria, like the old person edition with the leather and the wood.
1: Nice.
3: But for whatever reason, this time we took my grandfather's Ranchero, which is the Ford version of an El Camino. and my sister sat on my grandmother's lap, and i sat on my papa's lap and he had a cigarette in his hand
0: driving the al camino with me on his lap to the movie theater <laughs> nice yeah good memories mm-hmm. yeah. thank you for the questions everybody um peter you have an amazing podcast thank Four you nine. <laughs> how how would we reach you how do we find you oh.
2: You can find me all over the interwebs, but uh, I, I do post stuff um, on Instagram at PaulStalgic. Pretty active on Twitter at PaulStalgic. Very simple to find. Just kind of know how to spell it.
0: <laughs> capital P, capital O, capital D, lowercase stalgic. Yeah.
2: I'll have Brett record something for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. P O D S T A L I C. Is that something? I think right? there's a G in there too. Sure, yeah, Yeah. I think so. Let's turn
3: it into a song. We're going to have a song competition.
0: P-O-D-S-T-A-L-G-I-C. G-I-C. There you go.
2: I should have just looked at uh, at my computer here. I got the name right there, too. (laughs) I was trying to do my (laughs) memory. Clearly, I can't spell. But, yeah, at um, it's a show. You know, we look back at old movies, uh, talk about, you know, what we remember when watching them um and you know i do new releases sometimes with my son who just turned 18 and yeah. that's why we did big for our 200th episode you know because it's like hey you're a big person now you're an adult <laughs> you're 18 <18." laughs> so that was a lot of fun um he was the getting some for
3: crackers earlier right
2: <laughs> <laughs> no that, that was actually the the six-year-old but uh yeah <laughs> i know 18 and a six-year-old is kind of crazy oh. but um yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. So yeah, um, if you're interested, you know the earlier stuff had him. We started when we were uh, when he was 14, so okay. that's when he was mostly on. And he, as he got older, he became you know less available because of like after school stuff. You know, uh, like this year he was on the yearbook committee and choir and parkour. He's just so busy. So once in a blue moon he'll pop in, and um, we also did like the Indiana Jones uh, trilogy. Yes, trilogy. Oh, nice. You know, we didn't do the fourth one, uh, so we did that recently. And what he had to say about those was a little interesting. So that's a little Ooh. podcast tease for you guys there that may be interested in checking this out.
0: And I'm sorry, you said parkour like that was an after school class or something?
2: Not an after school class, but he does that after school uh, right. three times a week. He goes to the parkour gym. He's got a membership, and he's been going for years now. The um, oh, nice. you know, like when he takes off his shirt and walks around the house, I'm a little like, I'm glad. I have a shirt on, you know, with my dad bod and all. He's, he's
0: looking like Kit Harington, just kind of. Like. A little bit,
2: yeah. I think they have the same trainer.
3: <laughs> all right. So what I'm hearing is when we do uh, brick mansions. Is that yeah, the... brick
0: mansions or oh, right. b 13 or something.
2: Oh, that's know. a yeah. I yeah. Uh, when he started doing parkour, I, I uh, got him those movies. Uh, oh. I got well the the French ones, D13, because um, it was yeah. a two-pack on on Blu-ray. Yeah,
0: that's right. The uh, what was the sequel called? Like. Equilibrium or something like that.
2: I uh, know. I feel like it was an R word. It was, it was kind of like Matrix Reloaded. It was something like that. Retaliation. No, I don't retal- know. <laughs> something. This just threw in a word, you know, but I, I, I have yet to see Brick Mansions. I, I know it is a remake.
0: Yeah, it's very remake, but it's got Paul Walker in his the final beautiful
2: level. Paul Walker. And, yeah. And yeah. the RZA. Yeah. So oh, hey, maybe he did the soundtrack.
0: Oh, he absolutely did. So, <laughs> when,
3: when Brick Mansions came out and people were talking about District B-13, yeah. was right around the time I was working for said Hunger Games traveling museum. And in the Hunger Games, there's District 13, which is the Rebellion. Oh, yeah. And so one of my uniform shirts was a t-shirt that said had a big D13 on it. And I was just <laughs> grocery shopping one day, and a guy came up to me and was like, you're really into parkour, aren't you? And I just looked at him and was like, yeah, sure. like Not even thinking <laughs> that I looked down, I'm like, oh, he thinks this shirt is something totally different, <laughs> and I'm okay with that.
2: That is, is funny. Is... Not a lot of people know about that movie because it's it's a French movie, you know. Yeah, so, right? uh,
0: but yes, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, pleasure having you yeah, on. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, thanks for having me,
0: we'll uh, be Steve. Soon.
2: Okay. You, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Um, I'm not sure when this will release, but well, when does this come out? Do you T- have Tuesday. an idea already?
0: Tuesday.
2: Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. It actually, it might be about the same time as our episode, the movie wars that you were teasing mm. earlier.
0: Yeah, Movie Wars, oh, where I it? where we uh, face off with different years and basically pick award-winning movies. Um, and I think I destroyed him. No, I'm just kidding. No. You probably <laughs> did. <No. laughs> probably
2: did. So not, uh, just to kind of correct that, not award-winning movies, but we have awards that yes. we kind of pick movies for. So I don't want people to be like, wait a minute. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that didn't win an Academy Award. So, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a very interesting concept. Um, it was the, the f- fourth edition, I think, that was uh, your guest spot.
0: Yeah, I am looking forward to hearing it again, too, because... Not gonna lie, I've already completely forgot like what I picked for special effects. So and, like the <laughs> uh, actress, uh, you know, stuff like a breakthrough role, yeah. A lot of good well,
2: stuff. To be fair, you were on drugs too.
0: I, I was on drugs. That that's right. That was like day three after my uh, yeah. gallbladder surgery. <laughs> so uh,
2: I might have an upper hand yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> steve was super high
2: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, I think was, that, was
3: that after you were teasing the cat eating your cheddar bunnies and <laughs> going look at me i'm a better hunter than you nom nom, nom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes it was um <laughs> But yeah, thank and thank everybody for listening. Mm-hmm. You're the greatest. Uh, of course, you can find us on all the social medias. Tell your friends about us, too. Why not? I mean, we're mm-hmm. just spreading all the love for other podcasts and stuff, too, and movies we love. Yeah. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah. If you need
3: any uh, movie-themed art or uh, just some fun stuff, I have a bunch of art that I have personally created in my Etsy shop at Untidy Venus. It's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping, Com. Uh, yeah, I saw a bunch of prints and fun things, and uh, hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have listed. I have snack keychains. Yeah. I designed dinosaurs made out of snack food, had them printed on acrylic keychains so they're good and sturdy, and they are going to be able to be shipped directly to you. Yeah.
2: I've seen the pictures, and they look amazing.
0: <laughs> ah, so until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy.
2: And I'm Peter. And this is
0: Everything I learned from movies. movies. Have night, everybody.